Hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the You're Not Fucked podcast. Before we get into it, I just want to mention that I am very emotional at the beginning of this episode, and it might resonate with some people. It might be really overwhelming or hard to hear for other people. So I just want to give you that warning that I definitely cry and break down at the beginning of the episode, but as you go through the episode, you'll hear me, you'll hear it in my voice too, that I start to calm down and I talk very clearly and part of me is a bit embarrassed and doesn't want to share this with anyone because who cries on a podcast like I want to cry and then record the podcast and tell you guys about the experience but it was just such a raw emotional vulnerable moment that I really think will resonate with some people and so I'm going to share it anyways and I hope that you find something that something that serves you in this and thank you again for joining me. Welcome to the You're Not Fucked podcast, hosted by yours truly, Alexa fucking Bramer. I'm here to tell you that you're not fucked. Your brain isn't fucked. Your brain is working perfectly for the programming it received. Trauma! Now it's time to learn a new program. Radical self-fucking love. It's time to say fuck off to your previous conditioning the abuse, the trauma, the survival mode. It's time to unlearn all of that shit so you can remember who the fuck you are. Our brains are brilliant tools to help our hearts and souls explore what it's like to be human, and I want to show you how. Many of us are taught that there is something wrong with us or our brains. Our brains aren't fucked, our conditioning is. Are you ready to learn how to deeply and truly love yourself, including the dark parts, to create a beautiful and brilliant life for yourself? I'll be here when you're fucking ready. Hello, thank you for tuning in to my podcast, and happy Valentine's Day, even though it's definitely going to be past Valentine's Day when you guys listen to this, but that is today's topic. If I sound stuffed up like I'm sick or like I'm crying, I'm definitely not sick. I'm definitely just been bawling my eyes out. Which is very funny and ironic to me because I started... Oh my god, I'm gonna start crying recording this. And you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. Because that is literally the point of my podcast is to show you guys vulnerability. And to show you that you're not alone in your pain. That we experience it and that it's normal and that it's human. And it's okay that I'm crying right now. It's fine. Like I said, I started Valentine's on such a high note. I'm kind of surprised that I'm sitting here crying right now. So let's dive into it and let's talk about why. I woke up today with so much love in my heart for myself and for nature, for my nieces and my family. And my other loved ones, like friends. And that love carried me through the whole day. And and then after a great day at my new job, it's my second day, I had a great day. And then I went to the gym, and once I was at the gym, I was so angry. And I wasn't expecting that. Just so, so angry. And then on my way home, I started crying, and then I got home, and I really, really started bawling, and I think I was actually having a bit of a 
panic attack. Anyways, I was trying to figure out why, even though, you know, things are going well for me. Why do I feel like crying right now? Like, even talking about it. Like, I'm doing better. I just... And I realized that there's nothing wrong with feeling sad. There's nothing wrong with feeling angry. It's okay that I had a great day and still had those feelings come up. I have fucking BPD. Like, I have a hard time emotionally regulating. And it doesn't mean that it's always like this. But sometimes it is. And that's okay. Because I had a really, really tough... I had a tough childhood where I didn't receive emotional support. And I was expected to always be happy and grateful. And that is also what my family still expects out of me. And it is hard when I don't have a lot of friends right now. And I don't have a boyfriend or a partner. And all of that support has to come from me. Which is really hard sometimes when you have a mental illness. Oh my god, okay. I'm gonna get this together so I can actually record this. I realize what is happening is that I'm purging really, 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 really fucking deep hurt and pain from my childhood still and over things, the traumatic events that have happened to me the last few years, I'm purging a lot of that. It doesn't mean that I'm not a grateful person. It doesn't mean that I'm not a loving, positive, joyful, happy person because I ended up crying today on Valentine's Day. That's okay. It's okay to be sad. Because you know what? As well as I'm doing, I really, really just want someone to hold me. And that's okay. It's okay if we need things, if we need them, or if we want them from other people. That's okay. We are humans, and it is wired into our biology to have physical touch and love and affection from others. It is wired into our biology to feel connected and to have a sense of belonging with others. It is wired into our biology to not be isolated. If we were isolated way, way before what our current society looks like, we wouldn't survive because you had to have other humans in order to survive. Because if you broke a leg out in the wilderness, there was nothing and no one to take care of you unless it was your tribe. And so it is literally wired into our biology to want to be emotionally and physically connected with others. And even if you're pouring so much love into yourself, even if you're taking great care of yourself, it's okay if you still have moments where you break down and cry because of loneliness. No matter how good you're doing, no matter how much you're filling your cup in, your cup up, if you are isolated and experiencing extreme loneliness, nothing is going to fix that except human connection. And that's okay. In the meantime, you're taking care of yourself and that is so fucking great. But I just want to remind you that it's okay if you still break down. You can be doing the best that you've ever done and still break down and cry sometimes. Or have really angry moments or get really frustrated. That's okay. That's part of the human experience. And especially while you're healing, you're going to have these moments because that's where you purge. That's where you learn to let go. The difference between how I handle this now and how I used to handle the emotions of oh, hold on what am i trying to say
What I'm trying to talk about is the difference between how I'm handling this breakdown right now versus how I've handled panic attacks and things in the past. I had really, really negative, horrible, bad self-talk. I was very, very mean to myself um, for most of my life and my internal self-talk. Um, I would never treat other people like that, but I would treat myself really, really poorly. And it's, unfortunately, was how it was conditioned while I was getting raised. Um, and I'm not blaming my parents. They obviously struggled with critical self-talk. Critical self-talk within themselves and unfortunately didn't heal that and passed it down to me. And it stuck with me for a very, very long time. And now, this is a moment where I get to see that I've really, really changed. That all this hard work that I've been putting in. Now I'm crying happy tears. <laughs> but all the work that I'm putting in is paying off. Because how I just handled my breakdown of my panic attack is beautiful. I got down on my knees. And I just prayed. While I was crying, instead of beating myself up and being like, Why the fuck are you doing this? Why, why, why? Like, stop, stop, you're gonna make this worse. And just all of these horrible things. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with me? What What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? When those thoughts came up, I actually looked at them and recognized them, obviously metaphorically, but I was like, hey, it's okay to have doubts and fears. It's okay that you had a really good day and you came home crying. That's okay. And I kept telling myself that that's okay. That's normal. To have human emotions. That doesn't make me crazy. It makes me human. It's okay. And because I started to talk to myself like that. I started to calm down. And then I laid in the living room. And I just looked out the window. And stared into the forest. Because I live in the middle of the forest right now. And it's fucking beautiful. Even if my living situation isn't perfect. It is so fucking beautiful. And majestic. And amazing. And marvelous. And magical. That I live in the forest right now. And so I just looked at the trees. And I just let all the emotions flow over me. And I realized. That's what was happening. Is that I was actually purging past hurt and pain. That I've held on to for so long. And it didn't feel good and it felt really scary. But I told myself that it was safe to feel that. It was safe to feel the anger, the betrayal, and the sadness. And then I looked at what was triggering that. What stories were going on in my head during this? What was I saying to myself and um, internal, not internally, um, internally? And I used it as a moment to just let myself feel it. And now I'm feeling better already. I feel like I can't put into words what is happening and I really, really want to right fucking now because I'm so raw and emotional and I just think that is beautiful and that is my strength. My strength is my emotions. My strength is being in tune with the human side of me too, not just the higher realms, but the human realms too because it's okay to feel the range of emotions, guys. It's okay that... <laughs> Let me recalibrate. To live a wholehearted life, to live a joyous life, to be happy, to have a happy life, doesn't mean that you're happy 24-7. It means that you can feel the unpleasant emotions and then you let it go. Just like a child, when they, they fall down, they hurt themselves, they cry, and then they get back up and they play again. 
they don't just stop because they got one cut on their knee and it's bleeding. They stop for a bit and then they let it go and they get back up and they do that over and over. Something will upset them, something will upset a child and they'll cry and they'll scream and then they'll forget about it and go on with their day and have a great day. And that's us too. It's okay to feel these heavy emotions. That doesn't mean that you're not spiritual. It doesn't mean that you're not healing. It doesn't mean that you're not emotionally regulating. Emotional, to emotionally regulate means that you can have these huge big feelings and that it's okay. And that you tell yourself that it's okay. It's okay to feel what you feel. Let it out. And then stand back up. That is the difference between pain and suffering. Suffering is prolonged pain. I don't believe that pain and suffering go hand in hand. I do think, however, the human experience, love and pain go hand in hand. But pain is very different than suffering. Pain is a beautiful catalyst when it's not prolonged. And when it is, it causes suffering. And, and suffering causes stagnation. Suffering causes isolation. And so it's okay to feel the pain. And my goal is to show you guys that it's okay to feel the pain. You're safe to feel the pain. Especially right now. Feel it right now. And love yourself through it. And then move on with your life. Because you know what? There's going to be painful moments that come up. But there are going to be absolutely fucking mind-blowing, beautiful moments in your life too and you don't want to miss out on those because you're carrying around pain that turned into suffering and so you miss out on these opportunities for beautiful fucking loving moments feel the pain now let yourself cry and comfort yourself while you do it give yourself positive self-talk it doesn't mean like hey be happy what's wrong with you be happy no it's like oh I don't really want to feel this right now, but it's okay that I do. I don't really want to be crying right now, but it's okay that I am. I'm going to love myself through it. And then when I'm done crying, I'm going to wipe the tears off. And I'm going to go do whatever. I'm going to go live my life. Because that pain is not going to hold me back because I let it flow through me. I let it release we hold a lot of stored emotions in our bodies. And my goal in my life is to learn how to let that flow in the moments so that I'm not carrying unneeded suffering and pain with me and missing out on beautiful opportunities. Because that is something I also grieve tonight is the more healthier I get, the better that I get, the more I grieve realizing that my life didn't have to be the way... My life didn't have to be the way that it is right now. I didn't have to end up in debt, which still blows my mind because that was never an issue for me. But I've always struggled with money and stuff, and it didn't have to be like that. It didn't, but it was, and that's okay. And it's okay that I feel this way about it, but I know that everything happens for a reason. And what I went through has allowed me to feel emotion so fucking deeply, to have such deep compassion for myself, to, to be so in tune with myself. And because of that, I get to be in tune with other people. I get to have this deep fucking compassion for other people too. Really, it is a gift. But I had to stop comparing my life and allow myself to still feel the grief of the loss of life that I didn't get to have. And that's okay too. 
it's okay i can't stop stressing this enough but it's okay it's okay it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling even if it's not logical or rational let yourself feel it and then stand back up you don't have to feel that way forever you're not supposed to life comes in waves life is waves the highs and the lows and that might scare you because you're like oh well the bad times will always come I like to reframe it and know that the good times are always going to come then too. And we don't want to be so stuck in our low and so stagnant that we're stuck at that bottom of the wave. We deserve to feel the rise and being on top of that wave too. And to really experience that, you're going to have to feel that pain that you've stored in your body due to trauma and abuse and neglect. And you don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to do it completely alone. But if you are doing it alone right now because that's just how your life is right now, because sometimes we don't get to choose everything, then really, really work on how you talk to yourself because that is what will make or break you. Being able to tell yourself it's okay for how you're feeling, to tell yourself that even if you feel totally worthless, That's okay, because you know that you're worth, or that you have worthiness, that you are love, that you are lovable, even if you don't feel it in that moment. And it's a lot easier said than done. I've been working on this for over 10 years. It's okay if you're struggling with healthy and positive self-talk too. I'm not trying to put pressure on you. I just know that it is something that has really helped me. It has absolutely changed and transformed my life over and over and over by really working on the way that I talk to myself and how I react to my own fears and doubts when they come up. Because that happened to me at work today too. Even though my job is going really good, it is a challenge. And there's parts of me that keep telling myself that I can't do this, that I won't be able to. And instead of beating myself up like I used to, I let those fears and doubts come up. And I said that I see you. I see that those doubts and fears are there. And it's okay that you're there. But I'm going to put you in the passenger seat instead of the driver's. And I'm going to take the steering wheel back. You can still be in the car. The fear and the doubts are still there. But they're not choosing what path I'm going on anymore. I get to choose that. Because that is something about being human. I don't care what fucking spiritual guru says this. It's okay to feel fear and sadness and grief. It's okay to have fears and doubts because that is part of the human experience. That makes you so fucking human to have fears and doubts. So it's not about eliminating them. It's about what you do when they arise. And yes, you can focus on reducing the fears and doubts as well. But... The main focus, for me at least, again, this is just what's worked for me, and so I'm giving that to you. You don't have to do it this way, but I allow those fears and doubts to be there, but not in control. And then they don't seem so scary anymore. Because you know what? I might fail at this job. I might fucking suck ass at this job. I'm. It might kick me in the ass. Maybe I won't be able to do it. But you know what? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll fucking kick ass at this job. Maybe I will do even better than I was expecting to do. That is what happens when you let the fear and doubt be there without judgment. So that you can see that it's there, but you can also see the other side of the pole. 
because everything is a polarity where there's fear there's also love and when we acknowledge both sides that gives us the freedom to choose what side we want to be on we get to make the choice do i want to let these doubts and fears overrun me and cause me to not perform well at my job because i'm so worried about how i'm doing or do i want to recognize that yeah i might fuck up and let it go if it happens it happens and i'll deal with it just like i've dealt with everything else in my life it's okay because my worthiness my lovableness however you want to say that is not based on my job performance it's not based on that job it's not even based on the people and how they perceive me at that job it's not based on my living situation every human is worthy and is worthy of love regardless of their external circumstances but we've been so conditioned as a society that how you perform at a job or in a relationship or x y and z is amounts to your worthiness but that's not true it's not and that's a big big lesson that i've realized is that i could literally fail and suck so badly at a job and still be so worthy for a beautiful loving spectacular life and so are you you can fail at a million things and still be worthy of a beautiful fucking life and like i and like i read recently failure isn't failure it's only research unless you give up and you know what sometimes people give up for a day sometimes they give up for a week sometimes they give up for a month sometimes they give up for a year or two and then they stand the fuck back up so you know what give up for a bit as long as you stand up again at some point when you are fucking ready to be or when you are ready to it's okay to have to try again and again and again you're not the only one I'm not negating your feelings. I'm saying that so you don't feel so alone. You're not some fucked up weird alien. You're not some weird human that shouldn't be here or you or that you're wrong or that there's something wrong with you. You're human and it's okay to mess up. That's how we learn. Something that I'm really interested in and researching right now isn't even how people start their companies. I want to know what people do when they lose their million dollar companies i want to know how people get through i want to know how people get through losing everything they've worked for and having to start over again that's what i'm interested in because the hard times are going to happen and i want to choose to stand up i'm doing this because i want to support people like you listening to my podcast i have the biggest possible dreams ever and people will not stop telling me how unrealistic it is and i don't give a fuck because i'm doing it for you guys i want to have so much money that when i meet a stranger and they break down crying to me because i don't know if this happens to other people but um people just confide in me all the time people tell me about their lives and like genuinely too not just sob stories like i just really connect to strangers anyways i want to be able to look at them when they cry and tell me that they don't know how they're going to go to college they don't know how x y and z and i want to be able to give them a gift i want to be able to pay for their school i want to be able to go fly to their house wherever they are in the world and go help them organize because they've never been taught organizational skills and they need a helping hand 
That is why I'm doing what I'm doing, because I'm here to serve others. And in order to do that, I need to serve myself first. I need to make sure that I am healthy and happy and joyous and emotionally regulating and letting myself feel my pain so that I can truly help other people. And just like always in my episodes, I've talked about a million topics all at once. I don't even know what direction I was trying to go, or uh, the direction I was trying to go in, we didn't go that way. We went a million different other ways, but this is me. This is probably the most vulnerable episode I've ever done in my fucking life. And it feels really good. It feels really scary. feels embarrassing in a way. But also not really because I know that deep down no matter how cool or cold someone tries to act deep down all we want is to be loved by other people all we want is to feel love and I really really think this episode is going to help some people so I'm going to share it even though I was crying and babbling at the beginning I want to show you guys That it's okay to be human, to have emotions. You don't have to be happy all the time. You don't have to be positive all the time to be a positive person. You get to bawl your eyes out and still be a joyful person. You get to cry and live a wholehearted life. I want you to be able to experience a full range of human emotions because that is how you'll get the most out of life. In my opinion, again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. We all, there's 9 billion people on the planet currently, and over the years there's like 100 billion or 100 trillion, I don't know, a lot of humans that have existed. We're not all going to have the same walks of life, and that's okay. So take whatever pieces resonate with you today, and I really hope something resonated with you, and run with it. And when that doesn't work anymore, run with something else. Don't stop trying. Even if paradoxically, why can't I say that? Paradoxically, even, let me restart. Don't give up, even if you have to give up for a certain limited period of time. As long as you stand up again, it's not really giving up. It's okay to have to try over and over and over. And I think I'm going to bring this to a close. I feel really, really good right now. I feel really good where I left it. And I think I left you guys with some things to ponder and hopefully some love. I really, 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 truly love life. I really, truly love humans. I really love people. I just love... And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I genuinely just want to help people as much as I can. And first, that starts with helping myself. When I take care of myself, I can help take care of others. I really love you guys. I know what it's like to feel so much fucking suffering. And it doesn't need to be this way. But unfortunately, it is for some people. And so I hope... That you found some comfort in this episode knowing that you're not alone and that it is motherfucking possible for you to get out of suffering. I really truly fucking believe that. And even if you don't believe it right now, I hope I planted a seed that you get to nurture as it grows. Because you deserve a beautiful fucking life. There's not a goddamn thing wrong with you. You are running a program. 
The program is called Trauma, Abuse, and Addiction and Neglect. And honestly, you're running perfectly for the programming you received. And now it's time to learn a different program, and that is radical self-fucking-love, baby. Even when you're on the bathroom floor crying your fucking eyes out. Even when you're alone on Valentine's Day. Even when you're in an uncomfortable situation. Even when you're angry. Even when you fuck up. There's nothing wrong with you. You deserve that love. That is what radical self-love is. Is that even in the quote-unquote bad moments or moments of mistakes, you treat yourself with love instead of hate and criticism. And it's not easy to do, to do that. It's not easy to not get mad at yourself when you messed up, when you've been programmed that way. But it is so worth it to learn how to love yourself in the hard moments and not just the good moments because you deserve love whether you mess up or not. You deserve... Oh, excuse me, I just burped. You deserve so much love even in your worst moments. That's when you actually deserve even more love than you could imagine because nobody gets better through hate and criticism. When you mess up, love is the answer. But I'm going to leave it on that note. And actually this time, I love you guys so fucking much. Go do something for yourself today, whether it's cuddling up in bed with your favorite blanket or doing an intense workout. Do what brings your heart your heart and your soul joy. I love you. Goodbye. It doesn't rain forever, nor is a pendulum's movement a straight line. Seasons change, pendulums swing, waves rise and fall. The point being is that the only consistency in life is change itself. So grab your surfboard and let's learn to ride this motherfucking wave together. Let's learn to radically fucking love ourselves, rain or shine, baby. This is our fucking life, and it's time to take it back.